Welcome to the Mixed Movement, where we speak candidly about the uncommon commonalities that people of mixed race face in our world today. Here, we listen, share, learn, and acknowledge that through our stories, we are all connected. We are your hosts, Nate, Chris, and Rachel Go. Welcome to the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's episode. Today, we're going to be talking about relationships and the racial preferences that we might have, even if it's not really been in the front of our mind. So let's get started. Hey, guys. Hello there. Nate, let's get started with you. Have you found yourself attracted to a specific race? In, in dating? And if so, why? Not really a specific race. I've dated lots of races. Um, I just, no, not really. I mean, I would say if there's one that I've dated more than any other, I would say it would probably be white, but I've dated lots of races. I don't discriminate at all. Honestly, if you're a good person and yeah, like we have things in common, then I'll, we'll date. So but no, like I said, I'm I'm not I've never been just attracted to one specifically. I would say just I mean, it's been black, white, just Mexican, Puerto Rican, Asian, Indian. There's not one I haven't, really. So Nate, don't discriminate. Nate, don't dis wow. <laughs> I, I wasn't gonna do it. I wasn't gonna do it, I you know. But no, and I, I really appreciate that about you. And it's not something that I I think that we should focus on in dating. And so I can appreciate Mm -hmm. that you really love sees no color with you. Wow. That's true. Truthfully. It's true. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, I appreciate that too. Yeah. But it's, that's, that's really how I feel. Honestly, I'm attracted to all kinds of people. Like I don't care what color, what, if you're a beautiful person, I mean, that's inside and out. There is no reason I wouldn't want to get to know you or date you. Like honestly, and, I dated a Nepali girl before, you know, and just, uh, this was a long, long time ago, but just learning about her, how she was brought up, how she's raised, like what she believes. And it's just, it's eye opening, and, and I, you know, why not? So that's been with Everest. It's just, I'm curious, you know, it really doesn't, doesn't bother me with the color of your skin. It's, it's really, I know it sounds cheesy, but it's the inside. It's who you are as a person, how you view life, how you carry yourself, how you treat people. Um, that's a big, big thing for me. That's up there with what I value the most is how you treat everyone around you. So like I said, it's, I don't care what color you are. Um, if you can be kind to everyone and give everyone an opportunity to just see the, just see the best in people, then why not? And that's, that's what I'm attracted to. So not necessarily. So, color. so Nate, what do you find the most attractive in a partner? I would say someone that doesn't talk shit about other people, <laughs> you know, that's a big, big thing for me, you know, because wow, yeah. like the whole thing I go off of is you don't know that person. You don't know their story. You don't know how they were raised. Why say anything negative about them? That's what does it for me. Honestly, every single time, every time, even, you know, my, my partner now, like I love her. She's she is kind to everyone she meets. And that's one thing people tell me about her, you know, oh yeah, Katie's so, you know, she's, she's so nice. She's always the same with everyone's really kind and open and the judgments not there. 
That's, I mean, we've been together for a long time because of it. Yeah. That's amazing. I, I think that that is something that maybe most people don't really think about as important in a relationship, but that actually can lead to a happier life. Absolutely. And less drama too. Yeah, I know. And then it's, you know, the other thing too is I was actually just talking to a buddy about it. It's like his fiance is one of the most kind people he's ever met. He's like, honestly, and he's been through some things and dated quite a few. And he said what he's noticed is when he's with her, like even when they have a tiff, like a little argument, the argument's better if that makes any sense. You know, it's, mm-hmm. there's not this like cutting down of you it's just, like I said, you just find someone who's kind. Everything is better. Like you said, it's just every, every, every conversation, every, like, it's just, they're more optimistic, uh, more hopeful. And like I said, even when there's an argument, there's not this, and I'm sure we've all been through it. There's this vengeful, spiteful, just mess that people, when yes. they're hurt, hurt people, hurt people, and they just go. And he's like, this is honestly the only woman that I've ever dated who doesn't like go for the jugular when, you know, the dishes aren't done or something like that. You know, he's like, it's just, it's handled better. So I would say like, that's, I mean, that's what I noticed as well. Like when I'm with Katie, it's not this ugly argument. Like if, you know, if the dishes aren't done or if I didn't this, or if she didn't that, like the approach is different with every situation. I mean, it's, it's, it's kinder with every situation, every, everything you go through. So I would say that's, I mean, that's what I value the most. That's what I look for, you know? So non non-judgmental. Non-judgmental. That's honestly. amazing. That's yeah, important. It's a, it really is. I think so. What is your number one physical attribute in a partner? I would honestly, like a smile. Like there's the, the eyes, the smile, like there's a saying, like the eyes are the windows to the soul. Like that right there, that's the biggest thing. The, the, the smile, just the look when when someone's talking to you and they're really talking to you, they're like focused and they're smiling and they're just, you just feel it. You know that they're really there. They're really present. So like, honestly, I mean, there's not, I'm five, six, I've dated people who are six, one, six, two, and you know, it all over the place. I would say that's the thing I'm, I'm, I'm attracted to. That's, that would be my one thing that stands out. So yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. So that's why you're open to dating different races. It, ultimately, you don't find yourself attracted to skin any color specific. or any no. specific culture. It's just no. ultimately personality. That's it. Yeah. And it's not like I've got lots of guy friends and they say like, oh, you know, she's got to have a butt. She's got to have big boobs. I'm like, dude, like, are you marrying her ass or her boobs? Like, no, <laughs> it's the person, man. Like, that's what you're going to end up with, like down the road. So that's what matters. Like get yeah. to know the person, make sure they're kind. And yeah, like I said, a, a genuine smile is the one thing that just like, it steals my heart. It's it's the one thing that pulls me in every time. Like I said, I, Katie's got the most beautiful smile I've ever seen. She does you know? have a beautiful so, smile. Yeah. She really so, does. Absolutely. Yeah. And that, it caught me and I'm glad. Chris, what about you? Do you find yourself attracted to a specific race at all? I do actually Hmm. and the reason that I do I think is because of the lack of exposure that I've had in my life to other races so Hmm. growing up you know we grew up in a a black neighborhood there were not a lot of different races there 
Um, mm-hmm. and then all my friends, of course, all my friends were attracted to what was there. And so yeah. they're pointing, oh, look at this and look at that. And I'm like, okay. So I think it was kind of, it's kind of a more of a conditioning and I'm not against dating another race. I just, where do they gather? I, <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness that's good these people um yeah so so yeah it's it's more of a a lack of exposure and just kind of what i'm used to and i think that it helps as far as when i meet them that you know we do have similar backgrounds meaning because i grew up in a black neighborhood and i'm more in touch with uh the black culture then we have that connection and we can talk Hmm. about it however I have found situations where, you know, there could be something going on in the news or something that, you know, Black Lives Matter and all of that. Whereas I I actually have had to tell people when they start talking, even people that I've been with, when they start speaking and they're not just sounding like someone who's pro-Black, but they're almost sounding anti-white. And I'll say, Mm. hey, hey, have you seen my mother? Yeah. Watch your mouth, okay? Yeah. So that's the only reason. There, There's nothing stopping me other than not being around or being in that dating scene. All of my friends, their their husbands or boyfriends are Black. And most of my friends are Black. And and my friends that are not Black, they, they're like you, Nate. Like, they're, they're all over the place. But I haven't had a chance to spend time with them outside of just, you know, I guess on the yeah. group. So, yep. but no, I'm not against it. I just never had the opportunity to. Gotcha. So, would okay. you would you be open to? I mean, we're gonna get you some people lined up here, is what we're saying. Yeah. You know, you know what they <laughs> I mean, we're gonna go down the line, every <laughs> color. Right. Just get ready. You yep, next dating, <laughs> and go. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm absolutely not against. I'm not against it. it it's uh, I think it's exciting. I think it's it would be interesting to learn more about other cultures. I'm completely open to that. I just haven't. That's all. Yeah. It doesn't mean I don't want to and that I have a problem with it. I just I just haven't done it. That's all. Okay. Opportunities come and knocking. I'm just saying. Oh the hell. There's there's oh, gonna be some people. Oh, oh my god. I'm <laughs> well, on that topic though, what is it that you are attracted to the most yeah, in a partner? Um, I would say it is definitely the eyes. It's the eyes for me. And it, it's for the same reason that Nate was saying it, it. They are the windows to the soul. I have a habit of looking someone dead on, staring them right in the eyes and just seeing and feeling what comes from that, you know? Yeah. So I love the eyes. It's not a specific color or a shade. It's just something about them. Yeah. I'm like, I can really see you when I look mm-hmm. at your eyes. So yeah, it's the eyes. And the fact that someone can look me right back in my yes. eyes. Yes. Like, look out. You better move yeah. back. That, well, <laughs> that's that's connection. And yeah. that can be yeah. intimidating for a lot of people. Yeah. Yep. So I think that when you can do that back at somebody and it's, feel safe yep. and feel will feel something that's not like, oh my God, putting your guard up. Absolutely. I think well, that speaks. Accepted. Yeah, like, exactly. Like well, we're, we're going to meet here. Yeah, yep. this is where we're going to yep. meet. Are there any particular personality traits or attributes um, that you look for in a partner? Well, I think someone who can be a teacher and is teachable, 
you know, someone that is open to mm-hmm. the things that I'm interested in and vice versa. Girl, yes, that is sexy. I'm sorry. I'm not going to lie. Like, I know I don't know everything. I'll never know mm-hmm. everything, but I want to know as much as possible. So I have uh, knowledge. You have knowledge. Let's share. If we yeah. can connect like that and they're open to doing that and they're mm-hmm. not, you know, like, okay, say for instance, religion. Now, I have friends that are different religions and they're specific religions. And I have some friends that are uh, more spiritual. I have respect for all of them. Yeah. And yep. I'm interested in all of them. And and I love to see where that comes from. And it just kind of tells me so much more about them. And when they're willing to listen to what I'm saying, I'm not trying to make you like me, mm-hmm. you know, and you're not trying to make me like you. I just want to know. I think it's interesting. Everyone to me is like a novel. Yeah. And I love to read all about them. And why do you feel this way? And why do you look at it this way? Why is your reaction this way? Like, I think it's so amazing when there's someone who is not a yes man for me because we can't grow. I can't grow with a yes man. Yeah, I get that. Do you think that let's play the hypothetical game. If you were to meet a a white man who is very, you know, raised in a white neighborhood and and went to, you know, white college and was raised Christian and you started a relationship with this person, do you think that there would be any chance that you would like lose yourself a little bit? No. <laughs> I won't Sorry. lose myself. I w- I actually did grow up in going to church. Our, our mom, we went to Lutheran church. We went to, I've gone to all kinds of churches. So I don't think I would lose myself because I've come so far to find myself. So I don't think I'll, I could ever lose myself again, but be supportive. Absolutely. Absolutely be supportive in what they do and respectful to what they do. And I would expect the same. I love that. Yeah. Don't lose yourself in the music, the moment. You own it. Sorry, I was doing an Eminem song, if you guys didn't yeah. catch that. <laughs> Every time I said it, I was doing it. I had to throw <laughs> one in there. You had Sorry. To. Yeah. I couldn't resist. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, good. I think that that is something that I've I've done, just not necessarily pertaining to race alone, but in relationships, when you are exposed to newness with a partner mm-hmm. and you're all in, you're all in the relationship and you love this person that you, I found myself going so far in support of them that I've, mm-hmm. that I've lost myself. And I know oh. that that is something that is easy to do in a relationship, mm-hmm. especially when speaking in terms of other cultures, yeah. mm-hmm. but having that strong self-identity yeah, that's is the key. I think that's it. And so like, yeah, that's the one thing I think that would, because I think we, lots of people have done it. They meet someone they want to date and, you know, they want to please them. They want to be everything that person wants. So yeah, they lose themselves completely in it. Um, I can, man, I can, I think it happens a lot, actually. Mm-hmm. It, it really does come down to, it does. to knowing who you are, what you believe, but accepting everyone else. You know, and just being curious, like like you were just saying, just open mm-hmm. to it. So, yeah, man, that's uh. And also, right your, on the head. your your motive for is it because you want to please this person? Mm-hmm. 
Is it because you want to be accepted mm-hmm. into their culture or is it because you want to learn and grow mm-hmm. and and also, you know, feel like you are holding a safe place for this person? I think that the motive is a little bit differently and oftentimes in relationships, especially multicultural relationships, mm-hmm. you just have to be aware yeah. of your your intention and your motive behind you know, attending certain events, cultural events, or learning to cook certain foods, or mm-hmm. if, is it because you want to please them, or is it because you want to grow alongside them? Yeah, I get you. Yeah, it's taking a step back and asking that those questions. Yeah. Well, I, I think that as far as relationships go, any relationship, no matter what, I think that you need to be upfront in the beginning. And the other person has to already accept you. You're not, you shouldn't be looking for acceptance from this person. So you're going to do all these different things. They should already be accepting you for who you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree completely. So, uh, Rachel, what about you? Yeah. Do you find yourself attracted to yeah. one race yep. for the most part? And you said, yeah. I'm going to be honest. Go for it. I appreciate this challenge, Chris, of this topic mm-hmm. because I um, have in my past up until very recently had a preference. Mm. And it wasn't necessarily because of race. It was just what I what I knew mm-hmm. and what I was exposed to and what I felt comfortable with. I grew up in a all-white family. Mom was white. Stepdad was white. The man who adopted me is white. Um, there was a very small population of black people where I where I grew up and where I lived, but I never um, acknowledged that I only dated white men. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it's very. I think my very, 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 very first boyfriend was from the Philippines. Oh, like, in sixth grade. Gotcha. No, that matters. Yeah, um, that matters. Yeah. And then when I first moved to Hawaii, there was somebody of Asian descent that I dated. Mm-hmm. But I think those were the only two. Oh, wow. In my dating really career if no. you will, that I <laughs> that I had dated that weren't white. OK. And even my ex-husband is white mm. and my children are half white and, yeah, <laughs> and a quarter, quarter quarter black now. Yep. Have I been attracted to other races? Absolutely. Mm. Since my divorce, mm-hmm. I have dated other races and Nice job by the way. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> I'm growing up, guys. Good job. We're proud of you. <laughs> oh my god. But it was just about a year ago that I made the intentional choice to date other races. Mm, gotcha. Which is really strange for me. It's a, it's just a really strange concept that it would be a thing, a choice that yeah. I made. And since doing that, I'm I'm really surprised, actually. How so? I'm dating somebody who is from Mexico. Oh. <gasps> and no. It's you, girl. You're just outside the box. Good for you. But it's funny because he has a very thick accent. And sometimes it's a little bit challenging communicating because things get lost in translation a little bit. But to be exposed to his culture is incredible. It's been a really amazing experience. And internally, too, we just 
went to Mexico and I, I got to be involved in his world and his culture mm-hmm. and, and, and be in his country and have these experiences. And honestly, upon self-reflection and being biracial, I will say that there were thoughts and feelings that came up of, wow, you have your country. Mm. Yeah. Wow. I, I don't. We don't. Gotcha. So that's actually something that um, it's just a thought that I wanted to share, mm-hmm. but to be welcomed into his culture yeah. and into his community and his family has been so amazing. That's beautiful, man. It really is. Thank you. Awesome. I'm happy for you. Good. Thank mm-hmm. you. Thank you. Chris, you're up next. You know, you got to jump outside the box. I'm just saying. <laughs> That was not subtle. It wasn't? Not at all. Really? Oh I God. thought I was using my inside, like in my head. You no, heard that. All, I didn't know you guys heard that. All, I'm sorry. We all heard. We all not. heard that. Got it. Right. Yeah. Sorry, not sorry. But I will I will add that I have to agree with you guys, and I truly mean it, and I know that we do. What is attractive and a partner to me is personality, mm. it, and it's not like you know, whether you're funny or whether you're not, no, it's if you are a good person, mm-hmm. if you are kind with my partner right now, who I adore, he is extremely inclusive. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Great. Yeah. that is like, it's so attractive to me. He's so kind. And everywhere we go, oh yeah, you have to meet this person and come on over yeah. and blah, blah, blah. Oh. He's just so welcoming. Yeah. He is a genuine human being. And he doesn't take anything for granted. He's just so grateful for everything and supportive as well. When I have a tough time, he's not like, well, whatever. Yeah. No, he's like, okay, let's talk about this. And this, I think, might help you. And I'm not trying to tell you what to do here, but this might help you. And oh. so being kind and being inclusive and being real is so attractive to me. Nate, do you have any advice for us in the biracial community when it comes to dating? Absolutely. Um, the thing I would really just say, it's a very I mean, it's a simple answer, but it's the truth. It's just be curious, be open to people. I mean, basically, it's what you would want for you. You know, like you would want sure. someone to not judge you, to be open, to be curious about you. I would just say, do the same thing. I mean, it. That makes the most sense to me. That's what I that's what I would say to anyone, honestly. Just be open and be curious. That. Yeah. Thank you. I have some advice for not so much for our biracial community, but for anyone who is going to date someone who happens to be biracial. I would say going into it, we're all at different stages. You know, some of us are still kind of trying to find where they sit or they're uncomfortable. And then you have some that are comfortable. Find out where they are, be understanding, be patient and listen, because a lot of things we have not figured out yet. Yeah. And you are, what you're saying is you're going to be present while we figure it out. Mm -hmm. So we need support in our confusion at times and, And it doesn't mean that you're going to have the answers and that we're looking for you to have the answers, but sometimes we'll need to talk some things out and need honesty from you. Hmm. So I would just say, have some patience. Thank you for that. Absolutely. Yeah, no, that is dead on. 
And also, there are going to be situations that we are faced with socially that, mm. you know, our partner might not yeah. be aware of. And mm. it's it's hard. It's a hard place to live when you are too light skinned to be accepted mm-hmm. as black and too mm-hmm. dark to be accepted as white yeah. or whatever your mix yep. is. Yep. So it is challenging being being in this this life that we've been given, which is a beautiful one, but there are going to be situations where you may not even acknowledge what's happening, but it's happening. And just Mm -hmm. being being understanding and supportive is the most important thing. Yeah. I know it when I dated my ex husband, I laughed a lot off. That hurt. Mm. Because I didn't know how to how to articulate how I was feeling, you know, saying that I'm I'm the whitest black chick anybody's ever known, and having that be repeated in our friends group, and you know, just the whole fried chicken questions, and socially, like at the time, it it, it was what it was, but deep down, I it hurt, and I didn't know how to speak those words, and it led to a lot of inner confusion, and I just chose to bury it deep down inside when right now at this point in my life, I know well enough to speak up about it and talk about it to make my partner aware because it's, it's, it's tough. And that's a great foundation to build a healthy relationship on. Agreed. So agreed. Yeah, that's That's perfect. perfect. I think that was a good point. Just where, where you are with yourself, like, like I said, just being black and white, it's, where are you at with acceptance of each race and how you handle it? And, you know, I I think that's a, that's a really good question. You know, if someone is looking to date someone that's biracial, because it's a, it's a lot to take in. It's been different for me, honestly. I know what you're saying and, and I get it. And it's like where people are with acceptance of, of themselves, you know, and, I'm stepping back and I, I'm looking like, okay, I'm trying to put this on myself when I'm dating someone, where, where have I been with acceptance? And the truth is like, I've accepted myself completely for mm-hmm. a very long time. Like, you know, I, I, I am black. I am white. I am human. Like I am, that's what it comes down to. So I could see how that would be a big, big part. You know, if you're going to date someone that's biracial, you would definitely want to know where they are. I think you said something really, really important though, Nate. Mm -hmm. And it was you accepted yourself. You're black, you're white, you're human. And I think that is really important for us in the biracial community to do when we are dating, not when necessarily when somebody's interested in, in dating us who isn't also biracial. Understanding yourself and accepting the beautiful person that you are, you you can't go into a relationship with somebody if you don't love yourself because you're pouring from an empty cup. So, and I know oftentimes we get into a relationship because we're comfortable and we feel like this person can help us and fix us and that's not sustainable. But and it's and it's a long journey and it's a hard journey for all of us and it has to be ongoing too. But once you do understand and accept yourself, you can 
face so much more and do so much more and live a healthier life and have better relationships when you know who and what you are. That doesn't mean that when you're faced with some shitty questions that it doesn't hurt. Yeah, absolutely. I get it. Every, every you know, it's, you just made me think of this. Everything I'm reading right now, I'm big into Ram Dass and it really, really comes into, you know, what I'm hearing a lot in the book I'm reading with him, it's like, one, you can't love anyone more than you love yourself. It really does come down to acceptance, like accepting where you are, where you were, and where you will be. Like just being okay with the journey, the whole ride, and accepting everything that comes to you throughout the, the whole process. So like, it really does make a difference. It's just accepting yourself and like having grace for yourself. Like if you fuck up on something, it's okay. Be forgiving. Like, and, and it really does. Like I yeah. said, you can't do, you can't love anyone more than you love yourself. You can't really forgive anyone more than you forgive yourself. Like it's all, it all comes down to self first. Right. You, you want to be good for any, for someone else? You have to be good for you first. Like it really, it's yeah. that self-love. Like you were just saying, it's so, mm-hmm. it's so important. So yeah, it just, it just came up. Like I said, it's just the acceptance, a hundred percent acceptance. Ah. Uh. I, I will say that word is written on my mirror mm-hmm. right now because you shared something with me from yep. Ram Das, And it's true. And it sounds simple, but it's actually pretty challenging when you've spent yeah. your whole life trying to fight it and swim upstream and, you know, declare your right to be here and, and stand for one side or the other or both. Or it's hard to shift your mindset into acceptance. Yep. I understand how important it yeah, is though. Yeah, it really is. For your inner peace and for your outer peace and in, in how you inter- interact with the world when you can acceptance. Absolutely. Ooh, that's, that's our next tattoo, guys. Something I'm that's working on. That's our next on. tattoo. Yep. Oh, yep. acceptance. We're getting yes. it. Yes. Can we I'm put down. it right next to our sibling tattoo? Oh, we can, for sure. Let's do it. Okay, Whoa. all right. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys. Well, thank you so much for everything that you've shared. Yeah, you as well. It's we learn more and more about each other every single every time, time we have a yes. podcast. It's like, oh shit! Wow. And I love it. Yeah, yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> I do, I do too. It's amazing. Yeah. Yes, I appreciate it. I'm very really grateful. Yeah, I accept both of and... you. By the way, just saying. Oh, mm-hmm. I, I I accept oh, you. Look at both of you too. <laughs> so much love. <laughs> <laughs> love it. All right. Well, thank you for listening to today's episode. And I just have to ask you all, if you like this episode, please follow and like, rate and review our our podcast on your listening platform. And if you have any questions about today's episode, please feel free to contact us via email through our website or on our social media platforms. We look forward to hearing from you. Peace. Bye. Bye. As always, we want to say thank you so much for listening to the Mixed Movement Podcast. This wraps up season one, and we are just so excited to have come as far as we have this year and cannot wait to have you join us next year. Season two will be launched early 2023. So be sure to hit the bell notification so that you are notified as soon as season two drops. We'll see you then. 
We hope you enjoyed today's episode. We want to be here for you and we can't do what we're doing without your support. Please hit subscribe and to stay up to date, head on over to mixmovement.com. That's M-I-X-D-M-O-V-E-M-E-N-T.com to stay up to date with news and more. We are the Mixed Movement. See you next time.